everybody. Welcome to Street Fight Radio. We're on tour, but in the in the studio, in the basement today. Uh, we did shows this week, Monday and Tuesday in Indianapolis and Detroit, Hamtramck, Michigan, to be more honest about it. Thanks for having us. It was a great show last night at Ant Hall, and uh, Irving Theater was wonderful. We are going to be live in Chicago uh, this Friday at the Hideout. There's still tickets available. you got to get them fast because it always sells out. Um, we don't really have to do any bullshit. We can just do a fun show, and I don't want to do any sales or anything. So <laughs> <laughs> Brian is here. Yeah. We also have Leslie and Jack from Struggle Session again. On? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Second show in the basement, too. So uh, let's just get right into things, because I, I was about to bring something up, and I'm an idiot, and I'll forget it if I don't talk about it right now. Sure. There's a, a lot of debate going on right now about Joe Biden's mental health. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, uh, I, I saw that debate. <laughs> <laughs> I saw today that he forgot Obama's name. Yeah. Yeah. On the road, yeah. <laughs> which is odd. That is yeah. a hard one because that's all the only person he ever talks yeah. about. Yeah, actually, he called him President My Boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's like a lot of talk around this this idea that he is uh, uh, has maybe dementia or something like sure. that. Senile. Yeah. yeah. So I want to know because I Monday night I actually lost myself. Right? Like I was on stage, I forgot the whole second half wow. of my show. So it got me thinking today. First of all, I, by the way, you're nowhere compared to Joe Biden. <laughs> right. It's not fair to compare what you did no. to what's happened with Joe Biden out there. But what I'm trying to explain <laughs> he, he here did call is, me. He did call refer to me as my boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I had to, I'm gonna just, I forgot the second half of the show. I had to put the mic down to my side and say, Brett, I'm lost. And then I picked it back up. And uh, so what I think, like uh, just a guess, is that Joe Biden maybe has fucked up so many times that now he's in his head. Yes. And maybe that's <laughs> what the problem yes. actually is. And it isn't like anything uh, in his brain. Yeah. You know? I, well, I disagree <laughs> entirely. Look, look, he he's running for president. He is not doing a podcast on stage he's running for fucking president he has been doing this for about 30 years for as long as most of us have been alive he has been trying to become president and he can't remember obama's fucking name it seems very clear from what we're seeing from him he should not be running and yeah. his staff should be trying to stop this before it gets too late and we have someone even less mentally capable of being president than Donald <laughs> Trump trying to run against Donald Trump. Sure. Because uh, like it's, at a certain point, people are going to be like, yeah, Trump is bad, but this fucking Joe Biden guy can't even remember his own name. Well, look, I, I, I'm going to have to come in here. As a bit of a as a bit of a centrist on this issue, I'm gonna have to say a little bit. Both sides are correct. I mean, and Brian, you know, why can't it be both? I, I think that Joe Biden is probably like not mentally with it enough to be president, and he might be losing his marbles a little bit. Uh, but then also, I think he's probably in his head about that. You know, yeah. like I think it's probably putting him in his head that he keeps getting caught having like Look, like I, you know senior moments. No, Joe Biden has never been in his own head. It, remember when? <laughs> remember, remember when? Like there was that big story about how he was groping women for thirty years and making them feel uncomfortable and gross and yeah. all that stuff. And that was before freak, he creep, announced his presidency. And, yeah, and creeping out little girls and all that stuff. Remember that like that week and a half when people pretended to give a shit about that. Yeah. And, and what did the next thing he does after his apology is joke about it. Brag. Do the same shit. Like he he's not in his own head. He has supreme confidence in himself. If he is losing it, it means he is losing it. He has mm. never had a mm. lack of confidence mm. in his entire life. And it's not possible for him. Well, yeah. and, and, and part of the strike against my theory here, there is a strike against my theory, is that like on Tuesday night, on at our show, I killed. Like I knew everything. I was sharp, yeah. sharper than ever, yeah, and yeah. like ready to go. Yeah, and like so that the problem, the, the thing that I've run into thinking on this is that like at some point 
like he's got to fix it. Yeah. And then be sharper than that. Like at some point, something's got to happen if it's not. Well, something. we don't, I mean, to be fair, we don't know if he has since remembered Obama's name. So he may have done a, a you know, an appearance where he remembered the name of uh, Barack Obama. So has he had, fair. has he had a good appearance yet? Though? Has he had a good campaign stop that wasn't an absolute disaster? Yet? Well, I mean, he's, he does have the thing where they're going to make an excuse for him no matter what he does. He's like, he really, achieve that he really achieved the thing where he is what people think they are in his head you right. know it's like yeah you know he probably just messed up because of a lot of pressure on stage well, he, he, he <laughs> knows obama's name thing. it's also this funny thing where you know always with biden they talked about how he makes gaffes or whatever and gaffes i think that's a little different like now he's yeah, like yeah, forgetting barack obama's name and they're still being like another gaffe on the campaign trail i'm like this is a little more severe yeah actually. yeah yeah, yeah exactly. that's a very good point uh jack because before the gaffes would be like he would he would just talk out of his ass about something right that'd be a problem like that's how we avoided going to war <laughs> right with syria because he said yeah sure if Assad gives up all his his chemical weapons then maybe we won't uh go in and bomb syria and assad actually said that all right let's do it and that and that avoided and that was called a gaffe because he was just talking out of his ass right. Right. this is different than like forgetting somebody's name right forgetting what city you're in it was not this kind of gaffe in 2008 he wasn't like forgetting where the school shootings happened and shit <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah a gaffe is a gaffe to me is john Kerry saying hey we love them buckeyes in michigan right you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like that's a gaff yeah it's not right. a gaff i don't think it's a gaff to be like uh uh president my old boss <laughs> like that is like that's it's, it's my frankly, level of competency it's alarming it's, it's, it's alarming and i mean we're like joking about it but like it is kind of alarming that the guy who's like the odds-on front runner for the democratic nomination and like who, if they just, like, run the Southern strategy and get all these Southern states to vote for him, he might be the nominee, like, before we know it. Like, yeah. in a blink of an eye, he might be the nominee. And then it's like, you know, when it comes to the general election, I don't know that everyone's going to be so hands-off with Joe Biden and they're going to be able to avoid showing his rallies and everything like that. And he fucking forget If he, like forgets you know the name of the city he's in when he's like on the debate stage with trump we're gonna fucking lose this election yeah like, I mean, we're putting the only guy that like looks like he's like got it like less going on than trump <laughs> yeah, that's like, true you know, it's fucked it's wild <laughs> it is i mean true. do you know do you is there have do you know of any support or like in your anecdotally have you seen anybody that no. like thinks he's great or shares stories no, about and, what he's and, doing and the polls only show I, I know one guy there's one guy in la who's like <laughs> a truly weird guy a truly strange actor guy who's like also a like he was like a, a philosophy grad student or something like that and he posts shit all the time he's like you know we might not like joe biden but like you know, uh, he's he's the probably going to be the nominee, so we got to get ready to start supporting him. Yeah, and I'm like, but, where the fuck? Like, but that is what that that is the brand of support that you see for him is people it that is. are like, it's not good, but he's probably going to be the guy. So yeah, let's he's do our it. Trojan horse, right? Yeah, yeah. we're going to sneak in behind him. Yeah, they assume that like he's going to win, so that means we have to support him so that he wins. It was the same argument for Hillary Clinton, and we saw how that shit turned out. Like, no, the primary is a time where you shoot for the moon, where you advocate for the person you. 100% believe in. Right. You compromise later. You sell your soul later. Right now is the time <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> to say that if you fucking like, you know, who uh, Inslee or whoever the fuck, who are all these other people. Make your case. Yeah, make your case and Inslee. say, I want him. I believe in him. He is my guy. She is my girl. I want them to be president. You don't start compromising now. You don't start settling now. Six months before the first <laughs> caucus. Yeah, I mean, it's bad negotiation. That is yeah. democratic negotiation. Yeah, you know, that's the their deal. Theory. Yeah. <laughs> well, democratic negotiation yeah. is like, okay, what if we did health care, but like, like there was no like health care <laughs> at all. Would it, that it, work as healthcare? It's a capitulate first. It's like let's yeah. start by capitulating and then kind of work things out. After we've given in completely, let's work out what we could get. I swear though, this argument that you know Biden's the most electable is like people looked at Trump and they're like, what his secret weapon is is that he's an old guy with Alzheimer's. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like, think that that's the secret weapon. That's frankly. not the yeah. secret weapon for Trump. Well, the, he's I, a communicator. He can communicate yeah, very well. Just like talk and say things. 
the secret weapon for Trump is that he's a good communicator. Uh, he has charisma for people, and also uh, uh, the liberal elites in our country have completely failed and yeah. like humiliated themselves. And so, like a big a big part of the appeal of Trump is that he's out there saying like, "Look at these fucking idiots." Yeah, none like, of them, none of them even have the guts to stand up, you right. know, and say like, you know, all they do is, "Oh, that's not fair. Or, that's right. hypocritical." Right. You yeah. know, like, didn't one of them just re we just did it on the show? One of them recently apologized for saying he could beat Trump up, and it's like that. That is like Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Oh, Cory Booker no. apologized okay. for That's saying so he would beat up Trump. I do think he should have apologized because I don't think he would beat up Trump. <laughs> right. like I, he, he, he should apologize for lying, not for <laughs> saying that he would beat him up. I, just for like talking, like, no. I think he could win a fight. If there was a fight, nobody. He will, he will, but he wouldn't start the fight. That's, the, that's, he, that's what he's lying about. Yeah, I think yeah that's a fight between. Cory Booker and Trump, uh, not a single punch would be thrown, <laughs> and there would be like a lot of crying. They would both be crying very it's such, quickly. It's such a bold maneuver to say you're going to fight somebody that you're probably going to be in the same room with, or like right. might in the same circles. Like if you, if you win this thing, you're actually going to be a crossroom, and like that's your chance I to mean, swing on him. Like we're going to be waiting for that. It's funny that Joe Biden has said like, you know, I want to take Trump back and like punch him and shit. It's like in some ways I'm like, well, like you got to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on stage with him, be like, punch him. Like, <laughs> I mean that is that is what saying you're gonna punch Donald Trump in the face and it might kill him. Yeah, is probably like actually what you have to say <laughs> to win an election against Donald Trump at sure. this point. I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, yeah. Like I want to say, like y'all were talking about Trump's secret weapon. His his weapon is that he's a Republican. He's right. running, yeah, he's running for the Republican ticket, and they had their and the democrats ran somebody who was fucking awful that people didn't didn't inspire their base didn't right. turn out all these moderates that they're, they're chasing like donald trump like won the exact same amount of people that like mitt romney would right. have won in the same the democrats year lost the election yeah, right democrats more, lost than, more the, than trump won like it, but th th that just shows us how fucked up the Democrats are that they're still we still have to worry about them losing it again yeah. because most of them are so fucking awful. Well, I agree. I, I think the way to beat Trump is to like actually to not really be running against Trump every day. To yeah. not make it yeah. the fucking Trump show and like not be part of the like talking dead about what's going on with Trump. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Don't I think define, the way don't, to do it is go out there and like say like here's what we'd like to do for you yes. with the presidency you, and win people's votes and like try kind of like you know don't try to deal with Trump that much and the rest of the Democrats like can't really do that in the field because like they are not offering anything. They have nothing to offer other than I think Trump is bad. Yeah. And yeah, that is just a way to keep focusing the spotlight back over on Trump. And if I frankly, when elections are a referendum on a candidate, I think that that candidate ends up winning the election. Yes. Uh, uh, if it's all about that candidate and what they do, people just by like sense memory end up voting <laughs> for that person. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you need to make your own name. You need to yeah. create your own thing. You're not going to get, you know, that's how WWE got so popular. Right. Well, and I also <laughs> think like, if you want a candidate that can like beat Trump, you need to start thinking kind of outside of what sure. normal Not people even think. And what I think is we need like a businessman like Tom Steyer <laughs> <laughs> to be our candidate because he's like a real successful what businessman. I, what I want is $1,000 a month. And that's all That's all I want out of this election. Yeah. So I've actually be great. said who that. I'll be voting for. I've actually said that. About, uh, the UBI argument to yeah. me Part of it is like could win an election because sure. if you had told me when I was like not a politics right. guy, not knowing anything, like this guy's going to give you a thousand dollars a month. I want to tell you a little story about how much I loved George W. Bush. Because he sent the check. Yeah, because he sent the $600 check. The check was the shit. I, I, I was so against George W. Bush. I knew, like, I hated the war and everything like that. I was very against George W. Bush, but I cannot deny that I was like, this check is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I get the check. It really came. Like, everybody yeah. was saying it was going to come. You're like, you yeah, bullshit. You he also sent said. A check to everybody. You didn't have to go I'm on the so internet. I'm shocked that Trump hasn't done that yet I, at this point. Like, it is crazy. Because you didn't have to, like, sign up for right. it, you didn't have to claim it. They just sent it to you in the mail and yeah. it really fucking came. Yeah. And you were like, I'm going to get a fucking PlayStation right now. The president just bought me a fucking new TV. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just the thing that's scary about, like, you know, uh, uh, Yang uh, uh, is because, like, what he what he's trying to do is quietly, you know, low, lower, uh, uh, lower it to $1,000 a month, like, cap. 
Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He wants to make it so that that's the maximum amount of money that will be spent on social services per person yeah. is $12,000 a year. I say everyone deserves more than $1,000. Yeah, yeah you're right. Anyway, more. That's what yeah. I think is we all deserve more than 1000 Well, yeah, I mean, that's how much health insurance costs for a family these right. days. Yeah. I, like, I don't think we should settle for just $1,000. No, uh, no I agree. But it is just like one of those, like, when you're really broke, like, I, I think some of the people that argue against it really like don't understand right. how much a, a oh, thousand yeah. fucking dollars would like there are so many people that just are sitting and thinking right now if somebody gave me a thousand dollars i would be completely out of trouble i'm thinking yeah. about it right yeah. now myself yeah. i'm like it would be so nice to have an extra thousand dollars there's so many times i mean look again i'm like we deserve more than a thousand dollars but it is very funny that like yang's been running and everything and there's been so many months lately where i've been like you know one thousand dollars extra really would have saved me this month <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and and you know we also all know that he is going we also all know that like uh landlords would raise their rent. right yeah yes. like all that yeah, and all the you don't have all these protections up. in there like i do literally think that like you know getting an extra thousand dollars a month would just go directly to your landlord and your health insurance yeah and just spike it uh, commensurately in fact maybe more than a thousand dollars because people <laughs> just have more spending cash right yeah, yeah. I, I mean i it does there's a lot of times to me that it feels like the system is set up to keep us on this razor's edge and that there isn't like a, a monetary fix to get us off of it except for like totally redistributing all the fucking wealth. I mean, at this know? point, it really feels like the whole country is based on everyone being like massively in debt. And so yep. it's like, it's just like we're living under the largesse of these like, you know, giant banking firms that are like <laughs> handing out debt and people have to use that debt for just like the basics. Like we are on the razor's edge. Like we're past the razor's edge at this point. Like yep. more people in this country like do not have enough to live on. Like, right. Well, and there's the, 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 the thing that like we talk, we talk about it a lot on the show that there's like jobs your job doesn't require the amount of hours that right. they make you stay oh there, yeah you know yeah. and they pay you just like everything is just barely enough right. to make sure that you are like a hundred dollars short right. every month you yeah. know what i mean no, and, and, and like a big part of it also is that it's like you know the world has changed and then like the culture of work has not really changed with it i know a lot more people are getting to work from home and stuff like that but still there's so many people that like have to go to an office nine to five every day and a lot of times you bring your actual same laptop from home to the office and then just use that computer all day just so a manager can like see physically that you're there like yeah. it's for their edification more than it is like helpful for work or anything like that i swear though Every office, you go to any office in America, you look down all the hallways, everybody is just looking at Facebook and Twitter yeah. all day. And that's what I'm doing at home, too. All we're doing in this country is looking at Facebook and Twitter all day. Yeah. That's what everyone's doing. Yeah, and then, you know, when stuff has to get done, you buckle down, get into a work yeah. state and do it, and then you, you're back to waiting. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. But like, you, I'll, like, get, I'll, like, work really hard for, like, an hour because I know I have to get this, like, yeah. work done. Yeah. It's like, okay, like, 39 hours off once again. <laughs> God, I used to stand at my job and just be on Twitter. Like, if you see a bunch of posts from me, like... That's because I was like at work, like posting <laughs> on the boss's dime. And it was just like, because there was nothing to do for the most part. They want us to dust this, sweep that, move this around. But like, fuck that. Like, no, like, like it, it was just so boring and tedious and mind numbing. And it's all, and it just for selling like garbage that people don't need. Like yeah. that's those store hours could be cut in half and would not change anything. But. That's not how corporate it's, America I, I thinks. I swear to God, we're just like shambling along in like a zombie economy. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like the stores are still open for the hours that they're open because that's when they were open in like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. yeah, they're just like ghost towns, and no one goes to them because everything's on Amazon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, we are just like in a weird like like America is doing an impression of America, and nothing <laughs> yeah. makes sense anymore. Well, yeah, and like you go, to, so you go to get fast food, uh, and it's like one person's working or right. eight people are working. There's yeah, eight people true. there just standing yeah, there, like they're thing. handing the tortilla, like it's like an assembly. <laughs> Like, and then, but if you go at like three in the morning, it's one person who right. has to like make every single burger and be taking the calls and all this shit. It's just like, you know, and also the idea just in general that like 
you know, applying, you know, corporate ideas like increases efficiency. It's like, that is just like, we are so inefficient. There's so much wasted work. <laughs> like, yeah. we just, you know, we just waste everyone's time all the time. Yeah. I know. It's like, it would be great for somebody to just like impose a, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean minimum wage that's like different from the actual minimum wage where it's like, if you're one of those jobs, where if there's nothing going on, you have to like scrub the floor and stuff. That minimum wage <laughs> should be, be like significantly yeah, exactly. higher. Yeah. To discourage that, I hate that attitude. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're taking sixty minutes, for, if they because they want they want the whole thing. Yeah, like, they don't. Yeah. They want every minute that you're there. Yeah, uh, and you know. If someone's going to be breathing down your neck and make you doing manual labor the whole time, for sure you should get something for you it. Should get, yeah. yeah, you should get paid more than anybody who works at the New York Times. I, yeah. They don't have to deal with any of that shit. The thing about the Yang thing, too, is like, I mean, I, just the, they don't have this conversation, but I, I guess I kind of look at it from a libertarian point of view also where – like a lot of the services are going to underpaid workers mm -hmm. and that the owners of those companies skirted it. And like, we're paying, I like, we're paying for it. not to be like, act like, you know, welfare queens sure, are taking sure, my yeah. money, but like I'm well, chipping like, into the it. welfare queen is Walmart. So right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. the ones that, yeah, are benefiting from this the most. Well, and I, it's also very self-serving for people like Andrew Yang. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he has all the money. He did a post pretty recently and he was like, you know, one time I lived like, in Vegas and I lived in like a shipping container and it was like quite an interesting place to live and I was like so these guys want like the rich people like don't want to give up anything they just want to pay us a thousand dollars a month to like live like people being human trafficked like, oh, yeah. they're like we get we, we still should get all of the high-rise apartments and all the space and the giant mansions but of course there's so many people that uh what if we set you guys up in fucking ready player one <laughs> yeah yeah how about we do that yeah his like, proposal specifically is like micro apartments yeah like, building micro apartments for people where like what if you have kids well right. you, what if you like well, want human dignity it doesn't matter. You're not one of the people that matter. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Make, make a startup. You know? <laughs> I, I saw some rumblings in D.C. about uh, they were like, we're going to put a tiny home trailer park in. It'll be very affordable. It's <laughs> oh like God. so you can eat. Everybody gets 250 <sighs> square feet, oh, you know? I hate that tiny, tiny home bullshit. I hate HGTV. I mean, yeah. And I hate that it's pushed by people, all people who have a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. nothing but people who have a bunch of money. Like, I feel like it's some kind of fucking CIA op or something. Or maybe all the rich people got together. It's like, all right, guys, some shit's going down. We don't want to give up anything. We need to convince poor people Let, that they can live in a fucking 10 by 10 what, cell. Yeah. What, what it is, what I think the tiny houses are, and it makes it's, it makes perfect sense, it is gentrifying like trailer parks. That is actually <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's like this, it is filtered down to this point. Yeah. And like people that are like kind of slightly bougier white people want to feel more okay about that they are in a financial situation <laughs> where they have to live in a trailer park. Like, yeah. This is genuine. This is, they, these are trailers. I've watched that show and it's always like this is a trailer but it's like done up i'm like so it's like a, you're living in a trailer and yeah like, you know I'm, like <laughs> yeah, just shout out to all those people um those uh tiny homes they don't have panic rooms so <laughs> I, you might want to rethink this in case we you know we get a purge going on. yeah so we so we were just talking about kind of like the amount of work and the amount of hours that people are expected to work yeah and, and like one of the articles that came out this week was in Business Insider, and it was about Popeyes. And what it reminded oh, yeah. me of was so what it re this article was from the employee's point of view of what Popeyes was like working uh -huh. there for the past week, and a lot of them had a lot of shit to say that was like pretty like class conscious too. Yeah. And what it reminds me of is there was a period uh, after Avengers Endgame came out, okay? I went to see that movie opening weekend. And when I got there, there was like trash everywhere. It was packed. Yeah. And it looked like a miserable experience. <laughs> and those employees didn't get anything. Right. Yeah. Many, yeah. Most of the time, the only reward I ever heard that the employees got for Avengers Endgame yeah. was they got a fucking sticker from Avengers Infinity War <laughs> <laughs> that were just left over wow. that said, I survived <laughs> Infinity, Infinity War. War. <laughs> yeah. And like, so God. the Popeyes thing, um, 
Like some of the quotes are, everyone wanted to quit so bad because it was that bad. This was in Orange County. We've never wow. seen it get this insanely busy. The employees said the location sold out of the chicken sandwich at about 6 p.m. the first day. <laughs> oh, shit. The next day it was sold out by midday. My experience as Popeyes has been fine until this sandwich came. Wow. Out. And, uh, and, uh, so I'm sorry. I am aware of all the chicken sandwich discourse. I know that there have been lines around the block for the new sandwich. Is this the Beyond Chicken Sandwich? Or no, it's just, just the regular chicken sandwich. It's just the chicken sandwich. Popeyes is doing the chicken sandwich, and apparently, like people are losing their minds for it. Well, and it's destroying the lives of people who work at Popeyes. Right? Yeah, because they didn't prep them for. How could they have prepped them? For this, number one, there's definitely not enough people working. It's saying here that uh, there, that um, one person who worked at Pop a Popeye's location in Newark, New Jersey, told Business Insider that she actually did quit last Wednesday in the middle of making two sandwiches. Oh yeah, crowds had been building at her location as the viral debate over who had the superior chicken rage. Because so what happened? Was, okay, right, yes. Because we were we were wondering yesterday. I was wondering yesterday how this happened. And what happened was the this is crazy to think about, but the Twitter of Chick Fil A, right? They all got in a battle with each other, right? <laughs> and they yeah. started arguing. And somehow, and so wait a second. Everyone always says Twitter is not real life, <laughs> but meanwhile, the fucking chicken sandwich place is getting a fight, and then like every Popeyes across the country is like under siege. It even says a lot about the influence of Twitter, which was something we were talking about as we as we were driving. It's like Twitter almost. It's so weird that a site that has less than probably 1% right. of the population drives so much well, we were, of the yeah. discourse. Yeah. We were talking about this, like, you know, when you get all of the journalists and celebrities and everyone to, like, use your website exclusively uh, and not pay them, get them to use it for free. Only The only thing you give them in exchange is a little blue checkmark <laughs> image. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, it ends up driving the conversation. Twitter is not real life, but if every single, like, opinion maker is on that website and they look at it all day, every day, then it will end up influencing real life. Yeah. It says the issue with Pop. Uh, it says uh, a part-time employee at a West Coast Popeye said she and her coworkers usually didn't. I mean, weren't able to take breaks until a minimum of four to five hours into the show. Oh, which anybody that's worked in fast food believes that. Yeah, I yeah. know because if they're slammed, they are not letting people take. No, yeah. it doesn't matter what the law says. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. is it the one triumphant person walking with a cigarette behind the ear and is just like "fuck you, Mark" when they walk past the office? It's like that I'm taking is, a break. I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I was off. Yeah, um, like, I'm fucking. They could wait. Yeah, like just walking out. <laughs> well, this was also. I also reminded me of the Szechuan sauce from uh, right, the Rick, and Rick and Morty, Morty thing, yeah. where yeah. there was just hordes of people saying, "Give us the sauce." It, it like, makes me feel like I'm like there must be some larger meaning to what it means about our culture that we ha keep having these big fast food events <laughs> where, <they're>, <laughs> where <laughs> fast food restaurants are under siege and shit like. Well, and, and like, so we got this. I had customers nearly fight some of my co-workers, fight some of my co-workers because they were told that we were yeah. not serving the sandwich because we had run out. Right. A manager at an East Coast Popeye said. This to me, what I, all I, if I'm going to look at this in a positive way is, you know, people are so ready for some kind of revolution. <laughs> like, if they're like this fucked up over I mean, the sandwiches and the Szechuan sauce, like, all you need is a spark. We're not, we're not, I don't, we're not revolution. We're at civil war right now. Right, that's true. I really do agree with that. Idea. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. I, I mean, swear to God, like, I saw... There were, you know, when uh, uh, when AOC and everybody, you know, went to go visit the the camps down there, and afterwards, you know, they were they were being protested by pro camp uh, counter protesters, uh. and they were yelling at Rashida Tlaib about like. Uh, uh, Sharia law, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have a fucking civil war. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't go back." Like, yeah. This is well, like <laughs> I mean, everybody's so entrenched, and it is like this is a chance. To, this is a chance for good liberals to be like, "I don't eat the Christian chicken sandwich <laughs> that does the homosexual yeah. homophobia shit." The, the the sandwiches. When everyone was talking about it, I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'll tell you my favorite sandwich." Like quickly looking up, like which sandwich is bad? Like, yeah. Uh, no, no problem at all. I'll tell you which one I like. Yeah. I, here's one. I had an instance where a customer was threatening. 
to assault me when I was taking out the trash. A California Good employee God. said, a customer sees me and shouts, do we have a problem or what? Why no sandwiches? You guys are the third Popeyes to say so. You better stop oh, looking at me or else. Oh, you Who is that? You motherfucker. I, Jesus Christ. You we need to go to three fucking Popeyes for a sandwich? <laughs> you, need, you need to call in the hit squad on somebody like that. Hey, I, 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 I think America needs to be over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the customer. Customer is wrong. <laughs> well, and and so the 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 CEO said they've worked really hard, and actually the success that we've been with with the launch of the chicken sandwich is really a success that's been driven by our franchise partners as well as our team members and the restaurant. He said from his yacht. And yeah. that's <laughs> it. And, and yeah. that was his whole thing. <laughs> so me and, me and Brett after Endgame. We weren't obviously. This is impossible for like just one person to do. I felt like after Endgame, if we could have lobbied like Mark Ruffalo or somebody to yeah. tell AMC <laughs> that their employees should get a bonus, yes, it's possible that something like that could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like with Popeyes, this is like another opportunity where it's like it. We it, need to find a celeb that figure, loves it. <laughs> yeah, figure out some kind of way yeah because these that's the the thing i i they don't make enough anyway right on like a regular day yeah usually yeah. to pay their bills but if for they this shit, there. it's not it's not worth you know I, I don't know i don't know what amount of money i would have to no do this i mean uh, shit. i'd have to pull up in like a ferrari or something like <laughs> fuck you fuck you you get your sandwich when i fucking make it that's <laughs> no, you should, no, they should be allowed to curse out like oh, one yeah. customer a day and on shit like you, this they can curse out Three to five, it, depending did, on. Yeah. Do you see the the video broke my heart of that kid oh, that was yeah. like about to cry? He was like, "I heard what you said. I'm not fucking stupid." Yeah. Like he was like so mad. It was just like frustrated. It was like, "This is welcome to the working world, kid." You know, yeah, like trial by fire. That is what teens. That is kind of like a lesson that you learn as a teen. Because like I, my first two jobs were McDonald's and Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And I w- I can't describe to you how much it like sort of oh, yeah. shaped my opinion on most people yeah. after being screamed at all the time. I, I, yeah. It's a healthy thing. I, I honestly think it's, you know, it's like, it's a healthy thing to work some of these jobs and be completely dehumanized. It, it was not, yeah, I that. disagree. It, it was not healthy for me. Like, okay, I'm trying sure. to stop my murderous ideation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to think about taking the axe to people, um, but like, I'm still like unlearning a lot okay. of that stuff. Like, I, I mean, some people are built, are handle retail better than others i found out that like i am very bad at retail but i'm very good at bottling it all <laughs> up and like keeping it and not completely uh right. losing it but yeah the dehumanization part like i just that is just when you're just not a person you're an object you're yeah. just a machine for all these people to scream at and yell at sure. and do what they say when you say it like that shit drove me fucking up yeah. the wall. I spent the first like six years of this show bashing fast food so much and refusing to eat it. But now, like being so busy and doing the tour, you've seen how much fast food we've well, eaten. Unfortunately, yeah. it's like one of the best types of food. I mean, now, <laughs> like now, but now they have black beans at Taco Bell. They uh-huh. have Impossible Burger. So yeah. I've been spent. I've been in them more this year, and I've seen so many violent events happen that are insane. I was at Taco Bell two weeks ago. A guy comes in from the drive-thru and goes, what the fuck's up, man? What is it? And then the guy's like, you got to wait, man. You have to wait. We're working on it. We're trying to fix it. He's like, man, I'm tired of this fucking shit. He's like, fucking make it. And he's like, starts banging on stuff. <laughs> but the kid, the kid at the register won't give it up. He's like, come on with it then. He's like, he's like, I'm about to whoop your ass. He's like, come on then. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm going. He's like, come on. He just keeps going. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's going, come on. He's just staring at him. And this guy's like wow. running through the Taco Bell, just grabbing stuff and like trying to bang on it, like showing that he's really serious wow. about yeah. he's going to he beat really him up. Mad. But he's right. Like, it's like the Cory Booker thing. He's right there. Go punch him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this, he's the guy that, you know, yeah. He's, yeah. It, but it was like, I just have not been around that i just have i've just forgot that what it was like and that what it was i did the same thing when i was at fazoli's and i did have a thing i thought they were pathetic i was enough my parents filled me with enough stupid pride to like look down on people they just gave me the wrong lens but i was eventually able to realize like you look so pathetic out there trying to fight the the kid at the taco bell like you're not a man at all you're nothing i i remember so many times at mcdonald's like mcdonald's is the hardest job i've ever had like of all the jobs I ever did, I did three months at McDonald's yeah. and it like everything about it was terrible. And like uh, something that Leslie, 
I, I guarantee you feel this way too, is when somebody asks you to speak to the manager is the worst, is the worst. <laughs> but let me tell you what's worse than that. When you tell them what is going to happen. Yes. Yeah. And they say, that is unacceptable. <laughs> Have you ever had that? All the time. All the fucking yeah, time. That's, that's it. unacceptable. It, it is acceptable because you're going to fucking accept it. There's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Like, I, I, I had no problem telling people, like, this is the way it's going to be. You want to speak to the manager? He's going to tell you the exact same thing I'm going to tell you. In fact, he's going to tell me to tell you that. I do, yeah. <laughs> and I do have to say that was a different. I know that sometimes people, there are managers that listen to the show and we bash, bash them. But the ones that, like, when you went in and you were like, hey, this guy wants to talk to you. And they're like, well, what did you tell them? And I'm just like, well, here's what I said. You're like, all right, that's the rules. Yeah. Like, they're just going to go and back you up. Remember what? I had to, I was going to say, like, at, sorry, he was right. He told at, you the right thing. Yeah. At 16 years they don't, old at McDonald's, they, my, the managers would send me back out to tell people, yeah. like, that's just the way it is. Yeah, you need, you need to get you comfortable. You're coming into this place to get the cheapest possible burger. Yeah, you're going right. to you're gonna yeah. deal with the person right here. He's in charge of the whole thing. This is your guy, not yeah. me. You don't get to just talk to the manager. I'm back there looking at emails and doing Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the key, like, the cheapest possible thing. Because right. everywhere we're going is going for the cheapest cheapest possible fucking thing if we if it wasn't the cheapest possible thing we'd be ordering on amazon or from somewhere else people don't always want the cheapest fucking thing with the best service and that is ridiculous we should get bad service yeah. we should get bad service and we should be nice to the people we, for giving us bad service people have been so radicalized by the customer is always right like that is like a core belief of like american life in a way that like it is like so many people like hold it so core to themselves and also people are like so powerless in like every facet of their life like this is like you know i'm talking to the manager is like a i think it's like yeah this weird expression of like wow i can have like control over no 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 i dis i disagree maybe i'm biased because i live in the highest in per capita income county sure. in the country but it's all like people who do have power and money and resources and they're the first ones to say i want to speak to a manager immediately because they think it's the way to get things done the first thing they ask you when you get on the phone with them is may i have your name please <laughs> like all that shit like they know how to play the game they right. know how to be in control and it's just like it's just an and they go the whole day doing this. Though I do think it is a like. But they a, already a, like, have control. Exerting control, <laughs> yes, and, like a, like more control. More is more I control. Mean, the yeah. people that are like that are the type. They're the ones that like. And I used to do this too. So when you get to a phone tree, you just start banging on zero. <laughs> <laughs> like it gets you to a person, right? Yeah. But it's not going to be the right person. Right. And as soon as they have to transfer you, it's a. Uh, you know, like, again, that is unacceptable is like this thing that like rich, yeah. rich people have learned yes. to right. say as a part of a negotiation with anybody. Right. Yeah. And when they say it, they think that means that we are going to then make it acceptable. Yeah, we're going to do right. something. Right. <laughs> but we can't do that. They right. don't understand that we don't have any power. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And well, that's what and I've actually so I've been going to Burger Kings a lot and like they're pretty fucked up. But today I was going to one. You have all this money now. I, I keep listening to that song uh, by Modest Mouse, The Good Things Are Killing Me. <laughs> like, as I was driving to Burger, thing, I, Burger King, I was just saying to myself, The good things are killing me. <laughs> but when I got there, like, I was... Like this one was really nice, and they the onion rings were hot. Like wow. I couldn't even eat them; I had to yeah. let them cool off. Uh -huh. But like when I went to go fill my drink, someone had knocked like three or four lids over and left some napkins. And I had this moment where I was like, if my kid was here and she did that, I would just grab it. And I'm perfectly capable, and I have all the manners in the world to train to just take care of the mess because I'm able to. Right. So I just grabbed the shit and threw it in the fucking trash, and it was no sweat off my back, you know. And I didn't. Ex they are making the food and all the other stuff. Right. Yeah. It was just seemed like a more polite way to handle the situation than be like, who's gonna come out here and get this? <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna go. You got to bring out the damp rag when there's like the <laughs> the piles up. But like if so, yeah, there's the. The litter is all of us. We are all making the litter. Yeah, right, right. I like that because it gets that gets to like the point. It like all of this should be us taking care of each other. Like even in like the, you know our socialist utopia, people are going to be doing these shitty jobs, but they should be treated well, and we should be helping them, right. and they shouldn't be looked down upon for doing them. Like well, like it's all about us. Should be able to like, have dignity. Really. Yeah, it's about treating us all like 
thinking that we're all in it together, even when we go to the Burger King. Right. Like, you looked at that and said, I'm in it together. Like, I'm going to help these. I'm going to get rid of this shit for them because they're busy doing other shit. Yeah. They make my onion rings super fresh for them. I'm going to help them out. I'm going to do some shit for them. And then when they maybe when they come to you, maybe when they need to, like, order a podcast or something. <laughs> yes. <you'll> try- <laughs> get them a piping hot one. <laughs> yes. Well, and it, it is like one of those. We can, uh, we can, like, we would be doing those jobs too. I think but, like my right. utopia, because those jobs, it's not necessary for every place to be open 24 hours. Right? Yeah, That's for true. sure. Yeah. And it is not necessary for one person to shoulder an eight hour shift right. at a McDonald's yeah. or something like that, which I think, I really do think that like, uh, we, we've been talking about this a lot lately, but uh, CEOs will say, that they work a 80 to 100 uh, hours. Yeah. Right. And and we had been kind of trying to rip that apart and try to figure out like how they work 80 hours a week. And I, we, and once we started doing street fight for a living, we fucking figured it out. It's that they consider every minute right. work, uh, everything they do, their workout right. is part of work. Their yeah. yoga is part of and being of at work. Shit, a lot of that shit is like things that they, that are so specifically not work. They're actually things they pay for. Like, yeah. you know, it's like when the, when CEOs do the thing where they're like, I wake up at 4 a.m. and I like work out for two hours doing these machines or whatever. I'm like, no, guys come to your house that you pay to work you out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not working. That's paying something. Somebody to do something yeah, someone for you. dragging you out of bed yeah. and, and I, making you I, do the right right thing. I read a book. I read a book called Richestan, which is like sort of a like it was like almost in like a style of like an anthropology book, but about the life of like the very wealthy people okay. uh, uh, in America. And it came out just pre recession, so it's oh, like kind of outdated wow. and interesting. But you know what's interesting is that. There's about the same amount of millionaires uh, uh, in in America post recession. I looked it up, and like that's one of the things the book talks about is like just we have so many millionaires that uh-huh. there's like it's almost there's a whole culture that exists well, that we just don't know about. Um, but one of the big things with them is that there's there's a cultural thing among the rich right now that they like to appear to be really busy and working all the time, and that wasn't the case. Like the last time we had like, like this, this many, many super wealthy, wealthy people, people, it was, it was the, the rich were all about leisure. This yeah. was like the like, 20s and they, they were like, like we go, go yachting, yachting and we, we like golf and it's yeah, all about it was the finer em- it was embarrassing like, yeah, to like to have a job now yeah. all the rich want to prove that they're the hardest worker because then that means that they deserve it the most and that mm-hmm. means that there is a difference between them and the people who don't have as much and so they don't have to feel guilty about it and everything like that but i swear to god what rich people do all the time is busy work. They are yeah. just like looking at things and like b- wasting their time so that they don't have to feel like a fraud. <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah. And a lot of it is useless work and a lot of it is not work like we're talking about. A lot of it is like paying people to do things. Uh, well, yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's, and it's also con- just all contextualized. They, yeah. ha- they have a reason why they do it and they're more successful because they are just have the higher power when brain, right? Hobby. They're they're being rewarded because of their higher level of thinking and their ability to right. run a company. And also, by the way, a lot of things like when you have a lot of money, it is easy to continue to make money. And oh yeah, like to like like to tend to that money, yeah. and everything like that. Also, when rich people do do something that costs them money and it's like their hobby. They call that work. Yeah. Because if you're spending money yep. on something, you're like, it's a business. But I'm like, no, every it's all hobbies. You're just like, yes. you're just like doing the shit that you like to do and spending money on it. Yeah. No, that's... no CEO works 80 hours a week. Like, no, well, yeah, no, we, we did no have CEO we, works 20 hours. A we week. had an IT, we had an IT guy say that like his CEO's computer would get shut down for porno overload and yeah. that they had <laughs> screen monitoring software and he believed that he was completely untouchable and it would be like nine hours of Facebook someday. Yeah. Oh, See, that's, that's, that's so shit, funny. Like, they just go to a nice office that's why you know uh, uh, they just go up to these like plush offices that are nicer than any of our homes or apartments <laughs> yeah. and then they just sit in there all day and people are like wow he like stays later than anybody I'm like yeah cause he's sitting in a fucking massage chair like looking at porno <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> smoking a cigar and drinking a scotch yeah, yeah. What, what my favorite book is American Psycho and it's about a guy high power guy on Wall Street one of my favorites and too. there's not a yeah. single scene where he does any work he is always at the office, right. but it's all all he does is take calls and make reservations right. for shit he wants to do. And there's not a single fucking scene of him ever actually doing any work. And this is based on observ- observation that Brace Nellis did of actual Wall Street guys. Like right. they they never do any fucking work. 
Yeah, they delegate or they won't, don't. It becomes like you can't assume that somebody else isn't working. It's like, no, no, I see him at all the events. He's, right. yeah. He definitely hangs out with no, all the I right mean, people. What, He's working all the time. What it means I would to hate be, to ask like what he actually accomplished. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. it means to be like a corporate person is just that you're like, I hang out at the office all the time. We just manage. Like, you I manage. Just, like, chill there instead of ever being at home. And that's what it means. Like I, I just hang out with the people I work with and drink with them. And like in Wall Street, they go to like strip clubs and prostitutes yeah, all and the that's time. Work. And, and they that's like work. write that off and shit yeah, <laughs> yeah but they, you know i mean i think yeah that that's good that you know money is going to sex workers but i don't like wall street i think it's burger king workers should be able to go to gentlemen's or ladies <laughs> clubs yeah, on the clock yeah well and, and if we it, it's hard because like the that it is an effective propaganda campaign that these guys are working and I think one of the reasons that they're able to do that is because they convince themselves also that they work 80 hours. It's like, true. I well, you, convince it's, myself that uh-huh. I work 80 hours Me too. a week it's, now. It's, and it's just because, like, <laughs> I'm like, well, no, when I'm tweeting and stuff, that's what I mean, <laughs> you know? And it's like, bullshit. It's I know. like, that's what I do. If I wasn't making my living doing this, I would still be fucking how, tweeting. Exactly. You know? It's the same as rich people. It's like, you know, how nice that the thing that we started we're doing as a hobby is able to be money. And I think that's like really cool. I yeah. love that that is the case. But I think that's the same for all the CEO brains and the fucking, you know, Adderall addicts who and, like act like they work and, 120 hours and a the week. Thing, and the thing, the thing about ceo is it's just like there are bad people who work at restaurants who aren't good at their job they're like most ceos are bad at their job they're all like losing money or making no money well, like i think a, yeah sorry like the ceo of like uh, like uber has never made any fucking money they just lost three it's, billion dollars i believe it, it all it's all self-preservation it's covering your own ass right. and then you're finding who the people you can run parallel with right. that will like validate you and they validate you back as long as everything looks on paper the speak right. is okay the emails are you have to follow all the yeah. customs that yeah. that well, get you, you all to, of that you place you have to you course, have to keep all the the sins like undercover and right. things like that you have to play along and when you do broach those sub- those things and they're like oh we can't have you on the record you know saying out loud that you didn't do very much this week like, you just know? look at steve fucking jobs like he's the prime right. example like oh he's this wonderful genius who invented all this shit that Dude has didn't program a single I, line of I, code. There's yeah. a very funny story about Steve Jobs. I always think. Of oh yeah, I love this story. Tell so, it. So, the, so there's some stories that like what some engineers tell, where they're like, you know, Steve Jobs is such a genius. We designed IDVD and we came up with like the, how the whole system worked, and it was all these menus and stuff. And Steve was just like got up and was like, no. And he like crossed it all out. And then he drew a box and he's like, you drag the video on and then it like appears on the menu. And they were like, and you know, it was, we had to go back and redo it, but he was right. Like it was like amazing. And like, that's the right way to do it. And I'm like, that's the easiest part of the process. Yeah. To be the guy who's just like, no, it should be easy. And everyone's like, wow. Like, Whoa. Like, it's yeah. like, that is so easy to just be like, make it Put so you the drag video it on. on the phone. <laughs> and he was mad too. He was angry yeah. when he did this. You should be. You should have been in the. You're in the process. Like that's the editing process. That's not you like deciding the whole thing. That's the cult of the CEO. Like this sort of like worshipfulness of CEOs or whatever that people even talk about that with reverence. I'm like, that's not like genius. That's just he's in the position to be the guy who gets to say that. And he he paid all that money for them to build all of that when he could have just been working as like (laughs) alongside his people and like back and forth where they would have all been like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Let's make it easier. Right. What's the modern thing how do we do that what can we accomplish where can we go like it, right. when you, a community of people will get better results yeah, yeah. than I mean, than one collaboratively and you just check in and it's not this like weird sort of hierarchical system where you have to like exert control over other people and stuff like that yeah i think you can get to better results quicker, I think those honestly. same those same people could have their relationships rearranged and yeah. come up with something even better than it's what that dude fucking talented people working together yeah steve jobs yes i will say steve jobs is a very talented man at like being a pitchman and like getting money together and, and going on stage and selling the product really good and like having a good aesthetic like i i think that that made him a very successful business like, it's, you know, it's like, valuable I, you know i don't need the book but that's my yeah. I mean, why me? We have, we have. I mean, I have a uh, tap into aesthetic and things sure. like that, and creation and, all, and creativity and all that. It is valuable, but sure. it's not more valuable than like giving healthcare to employees. Yeah, or, like having them like the only thing. Like the Steve Jobs. The thing I love about him, if he did hadn't died of cancer, he would probably 
possibly be in prison right now because <laughs> like this is how like shitty this guy was right you know so apple google uh facebook all those tech companies they had a secret very illegal deal with each other to not hire between each other right. microsoft too they, yeah deal, anti-poaching right. which is highly illegal they yeah. were basically i'm not going to hire your employee pay him more money it to come over here oh, right so people they couldn't yeah. compete and they did yeah. this for like decades like all like completely built their companies wow. and all that billions of I dollars mean, by screwing over these think these uh their employees the people actually coding the shit and steve jobs was personally involved i'm talking involved to the point where when microsoft when somebody from microsoft well a little recruiter from microsoft didn't know about the deal reached out to someone at apple he personally sent an email to microsoft saying how why the fuck is this happening this is like a guy who's just making like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars wow. and he's pissed off about it and he's on email saying this is not our deal this is not supposed to go down and i think they got the woman fired the recruiter fired possibly wow. from microsoft like he would like it that's how like fucking psychotic he was about screwing over his employees. Maybe for- he was a genius then to do, to <laughs> yeah. do uh, you know non traditional medicine for his cancer and pass away. You know? he, yeah, he's, maybe he was thinking really far ahead. Yeah. He's the ideas guy. That's what he came up with the idea that if we to do some illegal stuff to get good at, I can yeah. do that too. I thought about buying a whole bunch of bootleg shoes and reselling them because people would buy them. But then uh, you know I don't get that. Same, same, similar. I mean, it would be great to resell drugs. There's all kinds of. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of good ideas just like Steve Jobs. <laughs> uh, we can, uh, we're, we're, we're just about done. We're not doing, we're, we're not going long tonight. We got pizza to eat. We got pizza to eat. And they just got a whole to... bunch of juicy shit. That was a good, that was like a highly concentrated street fight we just did. Right. I wanted to bring up one last thing because Jack and Leslie are here and, and uh, it's a story I saw today, but the TSA had to ban yeah, Star Wars Galaxy uh, Edge yes. thermal detonator Coke well, bottles on flight. What is that? <laughs> Star Wars made these 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 Coke bottles that are themed to look like grenades. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> fun. Yeah, fun. so it, it's it, and it's awful too because it's like the Star Wars theme park where everything is supposed to be authentic Star Wars. You're supposed to go there and feel like you're in Star Wars. But they also need to sell five dollar Coke cans yeah. of Coke yeah. for like with like eight ounces in it. So they shaped them like the fucking grenades from Star Wars. And oh, like people right. were, come over and look at it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and people were like trying to take them home, fly home with them, like as a souvenir, and they just look like bombs. I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of ain't angry people who get hot, got their suitcases like busted open and sifted through by a TSA because they had bombs in yeah. their suitcase. TSA now you probably. also can't bring liquid so you know you just couldn't bring oh, well, no, I did check. It's you're check. not allowed to check it either though. Oh. It says you're not allowed to check them or carry them. Look, you know I, the craziest shit when we came back from Boston I had some definitely had some weed and vape cartridges and shit in the bag. You had a ton of shit actually in that bag. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even and just weed. It was, I was like, like bad stuff. <laughs> We're gonna go. Be fine. I bought a bath bomb for my daughter, and so my bag gets set to the side, and they're just being oh. so slow, and I'm just oh. sitting there like, and just this is like, this is me melting down. Like, I, it's very rare for me where I'm just like sitting there trying to keep it together, and just like my heart is jumping out of my chest. And she goes and gets my bag, and immediately just like, just nervous, dumbass. I'm like, oh, so what are we looking for today? <laughs> exactly. What's, what, 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 what can I expect to happen? Just please tell me right now. Is it the drugs or yeah? But I didn't. I didn't say that. I said, what are we looking for today? And she said, uh, just looking in here. And then it was like, oh fuck. Oh, she opens all the way, way up. By the way, I walked as far away from Brett. Oh, <laughs> she's like rife. She's rifling, so rifling, funny. rifling. Grabs it and she goes. Uh, it was this. Wow. It's a bath bomb. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, that's for my daughter. Wow. I'm like, I'm gonna wring her neck. Oh god. <laughs> but it is funny, like uh that like somebody just wants to bring a bottle of right. pop, like yeah. a sprite home. Yeah. A, a trash one, is, I mean number, instead of putting it in a land, they brought it home. Number two, it is funny that in the Star Wars universe, like in the actual Star Wars universe, <laughs> Coke, Sprite, and Dasani exist. Yes. So, <laughs> they're drinking look, out. Look, 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 we have to explain D what D- Disney Star Wars is not real Star Wars. Right. It does not count. It's Star not canon. Wow. Uh, it, as soon as in Lucas sold system. it, as soon as Lucas sold it, Star Wars 
essentially died. Oh, I can get into I can yeah. get into yeah. this. So, Everything after that does not count. I, I yeah, I think that you know when it changed hands, uh, it's like I actually look at it like this, like. There's now a sort of closed circuit around what is Star Wars. Like, all the books that came out, like, all the movies that came out, all the video games that came out before the purchase with Disney, that's all closed off. It's, it's right. a little, like, weird ecosystem. And there's a billion things to and get into. So yes. so much. There's so much. And, like, some of it's good, some of it's bad, but it's, like, it's its, all own, its own thing, and it's done. Yeah, now. yeah. I think there's that that's like pretty cool. Yeah, I do. Exactly. That makes sense. That is a good. That is good closure for me because I did really have like Star Wars action figures plastered all over my walls, like in the package, <laughs> trying to show I them mean, off. Me too. I just am like, it is. It is nice for me too because I'm like, I hate the Disney stuff. I'm like, oh, that's like. I can just, it's like a nice, there's a date. There's a yeah. specific date that I can like just look up on Wikipedia if it's before that date or after. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have a name for this belief system yet? Or what do you call I, yourself? I, I think it is Lucasism. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to, before we go, I want to read this tweet because I think it's, it'll, it'll help with your theory. Sure. Um, this person is suggesting that they just have somebody drink out of a different type bottle in the next movie so they can sell those. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. No, they should, they, should, they should start selling them out of the uh, the alien breast from The Last Jedi that, <laughs> no, uh, I w- that Luke drank milk out of. No, I want a Nalgene bottle. Like, I just want them there, like, complete, like, cross like crossed like a, can- a cool canteen yeti make it a yeti yeah just make people nice pay for yeti. like ten dollar yeti coke cans <laughs> it's just really that is that i mean we can end on that it's just really funny how we will try to help yes like everybody is like disney's in trouble help disney <laughs> yeah. disney yeah. something that they disney isn't like nothing yeah. bad is gonna happen to Disney yeah. ever. They own everything. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's our a, it's our religion. Was, there was a horrible post like just yesterday that was like, so oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about this, but you know, uh, uh, at the live show, but. Um, a lot of these like independent showings of movies, like Aliens and any movie, Rocky that Horror was, Picture Show, any movie that's like run through Fox, uh, uh, Disney is now putting the kibosh on those. So you can't do these like independent screenings of Fox movies anymore. And some guy posted, he was like, "I don't care if you don't get your independent screenings, as long as I get something as cool as The Mandalorian." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That's not how you oh, no. negotiate. Oh, no. Giving everything away. Uh, like, you don't nothing. have to be that way. You don't have to be that way. Literally right around the corner, there's a theater that has run a Rocky Horror Picture Show once a month, even Christmas-themed, Valentine's yeah. Day-themed, since the 70s. Since it yeah. fucking came out, it has been nonstop. They might get a season just this from Mickey Mouse. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, they're, well, you know, they need that so that they can open up Rocky Horror Picture Show right. land. Oh, <laughs> no. Have to travel yeah, to I mean, Orlando. To be totally honest with you, Disney probably does want to lock down the Rocky Horror thing and then like roll it out in a way that like they yes, reinvent like, it. You know, like they could have like cast members doing all the dressing up so people don't like actually come and dress up and everything like that. Oh, that's you can depressing. see screenings where it's like, you know, like dressing up is not allowed. Like we will have people dressed up <laughs> and dancing in the aisle. I agree. Like, we say darn it, Janet. We say darn it, Janet, <laughs> instead of damn it, Janet. I mean, it's not like it's funny because that's not a movie that I like at all, yeah, but it is really a care. movie that is very important it is. to a it's lot crazy. of people. I and saw it when I was a kid. Yeah. It is so sexual and wild. The, it is awesome. I've been to the screening thing, and it's like, it's not my thing, but it means a lot to a lot of people, and I do think it's cool, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, a movie that exists... It makes some people so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it really did back in the day. My yeah, gra- yeah, I knew true. about it because my grandma lived over here, and she told me what the fuck they were doing at that place. <laughs> like, and how bad it was. Yeah. So I mean, it made people pissed. When we were teens, it was a very weird thing to think about people coming yeah, and was, dressing sexy at the movie right, yeah, it was right. 20 it was 20 years later i mean yeah. it wasn't really your right. time it wasn't the time you know the time when it came out you right. know yeah all right we're done with the show thanks for listening we're street fight radio their struggle session uh we're we're where can they find you patreon.com slash struggle session and uh, Jack does uh, morning show, oh, right? Yeah, uh, Jack, Jack AM. Uh, Jack AM. It's a twitch.tv slash Jack AM. I do it uh, every weekday at uh, 7 a.m. Pacific. So check that out. You boys are a joy to work with, and we're having so much fun on the tour so far. So wow. I think this is Thank probably going to come out before Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to try to get Jake to get we'll out tomorrow. Be out, uh, we'll be in Chicago Friday night. 
uh, this week, uh, the 30th, August 30th, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, at the hideout. So oh, you yeah. can see all of this plus secret surprise guests at the hideout this week. All right. Perfect. Peace. Peace. Now it's time for our wrap up. Let's give it everything we've got. Ready? Begin. Artificial amateurs, aren't it all amazing? Analytically, I assault, animate things. Broken barriers bounded by the bomb beat. Buildings are broken, basically I'm bombarding. Casually create catastrophes, casualties canceling. Cats got the canopies collapsing. Detonate a diamond tank, daily doing dope. Demonstrations, Don Dada on the down low. Eating other editors with each and every energetic. Epileptic episode, elevated etiquette. Furious, fat, fabulous, fantastic. Flurries of funk, felt feeding the fanatics if got great global goods gone glorious getting godly in this game with the glorious hit them high hella hype historical hey holocaust hymns hear them holler at your homeboy imitators idolize i intimidate in an instant i'll rise in an irate state juiced on my jams like jerry curls jocking joints justly it's just me writing my journals kindly i'm kindling all kinds of king kong karate kick type rits in my kingdom let me live a long life lyrically lessons is learned lame louses just lose through my leverage my mind makes marvelous moves masses Marvel and move, mini mock what I mastered. Niggas nap knowing I'm nice naturally. Mac never lack, make noise nationally. Operation opposition off, not optional. Out of sight, out of mind, widening opticals, perfected poems. Powerful punchlines, pummeling, petty powder puffs in my primes. Quite quaint posts, keep quiet as quantum. Quarrelers ain't got a quarter of a we gotta. Really raw raps, rising up rapidly, riding the rushing radioactivity. Super scientifical, sound search sought. Silencing, stupefy saps that are soft. Tells ten times talented, too tough. Take that, challengers, get a tune up. Universe. Unique, untouched, unadulterated, the raw, uncut. Verb by smart, victorious, valid. Violate vibes that are vain, make them vanish. While I'm all well, what a wise word. Smith just weaving up words, weeded up on my work shift. Xerox, my X radiation goes extra large. X height letters, it's xylophone tones. Yellow back, yak mouth, young ones yawn. Yesterday's lawn yard, cell I yawn. Zigzag zombies, zoom in.